Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. This is your host Janelle Roberts and I'm so excited for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have not been here before, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited for this conversation because it's something that's just been really lingering and something that's just been like incredibly heavy on my heart. Um, So let's get right into it. The topic of today is maybe you're miserable because you've been equating your sense of self-worth to all of the things that you have. And holy, 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 I've been thinking about this a lot lately, how recently more than ever, I no longer want to equate who I am, equate the things that I have, equate my sense of self-worth to all of my accomplishments, materialistic things, where my current state in is in life, because when I do that, I am measuring my sense of self-worth to the person next to me, and I am measuring my sense of self-worth to all of the things that I have. It's a toxic dynamic that I will never win. It's a toxic mindset that I will never get over, and I think about this more often than not. I absolutely love the episode that I had last week with Sidoni because she opened up my mind to a lot of different things within my own personal self. How I oftentimes attribute my accomplishments going to a great college, having a nice car, living in a nice apartment to my sense of self-worth. Why am I sitting up here measuring who I am because of the things that I have? And I think about how like that programming starts very, very early on, in particular, like talking from my own experiences within like the black community where for me at least, it's almost like I feel like I am other than or better than when I am no longer categorized in this type of group or in this type of club or in this type of organization. And I think that's why black people in particular, when we attend these PWIs and stuff, we tend to be high achievers. And it really is very detrimental for our mental health. When your parents are putting you in schools with kids that don't look like you, and they're forcing you to have these education with people that don't look like you, I think about the impact that it actually has on us. It makes us oftentimes feel like, wait, are we not good enough as we think we are? And I don't even think our parents are doing it intentionally. I just think our parents have had a certain upbringing and they just don't want us to go through that process but it is also more damaging now I don't want to get wrapped around on the PWI stuff because some of y'all probably didn't even go to a PWI I don't even want it to be all about that what I want it to be about is the fact that when you are listening to this podcast I want you to know that you are enough just as you are as corny and as cheesy as that sounds I don't want to be contributing like even with my own content I had to think about this very heavy like I don't know if anybody's been keeping up with my content lately but I've been going through this huge transitional phase where I am trying to get rid of things I'm trying to get rid of excess like I am trying to get rid of the things that I don't want because I've been doing black girl luxury TikTok for a while now and then I just really had like this really weird epiphany I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or 27 but I've been like I do not want girls and anyone watching my stuff to think that they are not deemed worthy unless they have a certain type of lifestyle, unless they have a certain type of looks, unless they have this, this, and this, and that. Because what I'm doing is actually more damaging. And I'm thinking about how that's affecting me, how I just, I'm winning at life, how I'm doing all of these amazing things. And then whenever it happens, it's not, it's never like, oh, I'm so fucking proud of myself for doing this. It's just like, oh, let's just check that off the list. Time to move on to the next thing. I want to bask in my ambience. I want to bask in my happiness. I want to bask in my success. I want to bask in loving myself. And I think the reason why some of us are miserable, in particular, speaking from my own experiences, is because I am not being grateful enough for where I am in my current state. Imagine if 
if if I just woke up or we just woke up and instead of saying, you know, thank you God for my car, thank you God for this, thank you God for the apartment, thank you God for the luxury life, what if I just woke up and said, thank you God that you gave me the eyes to see? Because without my eyes, I wouldn't be able to see this and that. Thank you God for the, the, the breath there in my lungs. Like, do we forget how important it is to be able to breathe, the fact that there are people that, that can't breathe on their own? Thank you, God, for my legs that give me the mobility. Thank you, God, for my arms that allows me to pick up things, to feed myself. Whenever we really focus on our gratuity without the materialistic aspect of it all, instead of just focusing on this and this and this and that, it makes a huge difference. As we move through these episodes and stuff, there is an episode where I do want to talk about the law of detachment and the importance of law and de- law of detachment. I think I might say that for another episode, but misery to me is this ideology that I am unhappy. I'm not enough. Um, I will const. I'm constantly searching for better. I'm constantly searching for more. And whenever I feel miserable, it's literally stemming from the fact that where I am right now is not enough. That's like why on this podcast, I really try to reiterate and highlight working on yourself before you get to where you want to get to, because you don't want to be living in a in your dream penthouse apartment, driving the ladies, latest Mercedes Benz and be fucking miserable, you know, and I'm not saying I'm miserable right now, but I do have my moments and lately more than ever, I've been trying to pull back from this person that I thought I should be, this idea of being deemed worthy because of the things that I have. And often I almost, not even almost, I always admire people who have a sense of groundness within themselves, who have a sense of, of devoted love within themselves, you know, and, and I talk a lot about operating from a place of trauma, and I had to think about how this has been spiraling out into my own personal adult life. Why am I still operating from this place? Like, if, if I'm living, like, if I'm living in this apartment and I just keep thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm living here because I never want to be homeless again. Like, if I'm constantly running away from this fear of being homeless, this fear of sleeping in a hotel, if I'm constantly running away from that, I never even have time to live in the moment. Cutting back is teaching me to live in the moment prioritizing things that I love is 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 really really teaching me to live in the moment I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to be great to be esoteric and I think it's important to do a deep deep evaluation on who you are and and, and why you're doing it because I feel like when we are constantly prioritizing and measuring our sense of self-worth and attributing it to the things that we have, you know, we, we, we kind of lose ourselves. And when things tend to not go our way, we kind of sink very, very deeply. And you have to ask yourself, like, why am I even putting all this expectation on myself? Like, what's the point of this? You know, like, who, who am I actually doing it for? Because we, at the end of the day, we, we, we will meet where we want to be. Like, we, we will get to where we want to get to. And then once you get to where you want to get to, there's this deep level of unfulfilledness that just don't really hit the same. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, I've, I've, I've had all of these things. I've had all of these experiences. I've done these great things. But damn, God, why do I feel so numb? 
Why am I having a hard time feeling anything at all? What does it mean to feel anything? Why do I feel so lonely? Why do I feel so, so miserable? Why do I feel so sad? And I don't know what it might be for you, but mine tends to fall back in line with, I haven't been doing it for myself. I've been doing it for other people. And if I'm doing it for other people, then I'm operating from a place of trauma and I'm not even operating from a place of self-love. Am I doing content creating because I really love it or is it because everybody else is doing it and that's what looks right? And, I, and, I, and I'm trying to, to attribute who I am to what other people are doing. Am I taking on this job and this career path because my parents are telling me to do this and because it looks the best on paper? Like, is this the plan? Like, sh- should I just keep doing this? Like, is, is this, is this what, I, what I need to do? And if you are someone that, that is logically trying to think about the ins and outs and like, okay, well, this looks the best, this sounds the best, this is going to make me the most money, at some point in your life, you're going to come toe-to-toe with yourself and you're going to be like, why was I even doing this to begin with? Like, I've done all this work, I've put in all of these years, I've put in all of this time, I've put in all of this energy only to get to where I've always wanted to get to and feel nothing. That self-love is, 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 is really within. We, you know, when we acknowledge the fact that we are the only beings that are at war with ourselves and our mind, like it's no one else, it's a mind thing, that's, that's when we win. That's when we win the hurdle, when we win the battle. You know, sometimes when I think about some of my previous episodes about trauma and family trauma, like it's, it's just so weird to think about how like in the short time I've been doing the podcast, I feel like I've changed a lot because I don't want to bask in self-pity. I don't want to use my, my family situation. I don't want to use my, my problems as a means to, to keep me going forward, you know, because at that point I'm doing a disservice to myself if I'm using all of these issues, all of these nuances to anchor myself and to center myself. It creates this emptiness, you know what I'm saying? And it creates this, this, this weird, weird thing. And, and, and when we are mourning people and we are mourning relationships, we also have to forgive and realize, listen, they probably weren't the best parents. They probably weren't the best siblings. They probably weren't the best cousins. They probably weren't the best friends. It probably wasn't the best thing for us, but we have to understand that people are operating, people are simply operating from a level that they know how to. We want people to have the capacity to love us differently and to understand us differently, but how can they love us and understand us differently when that is the capacity that they are only capable of operating at? Once we acknowledge that people are literally giving all they have, and sometimes all they have ain't nothing at all, once we acknowledge that it is not us, once we acknowledge that, you know what, I can't continue to be upset at the fact that this was the way that it was and that this is the way that it is. I have to accept and acknowledge the fact that they are doing the best that they can. And their best might not be enough for you, and that's totally okay. And that's when we make the decision, okay, maybe we should remove ourselves from these situations, and maybe we should remove ourselves from these dynamics and stuff. That's when we can decide if this is the type of love that we're willing to accept, if this is the type of love that we're okay with, because it's okay to remove yourself. Now, what's not okay is to bask in that self-pity and to allow those traumatic experiences to drive you. I'm literally talking from my own personal experiences. This is like an awakening that I've been having, having, and I feel like as you continue to grow and as you continue to, to get to know yourself, 
God will come in and humble the hell out of you. I like how I use God and hell in the same sentence. Sorry about that, y'all. Forgive me to family members that are listening to this, but I feel like God will come in and humble you when you really, really, really need to be humble. And it's a very scary experience. And we have to be open to the experience because when we stay stagnant, we stay the same, we lack change. And what we need to be really achieving is a moral compass that keeps us grounded, but a moral compass that keeps us enlightened. And with enlightenment, when, when you want deep enlightenment, you have to be expected to be humbled at least three, four times a day. You know, we can't be operating from a place of like, we know it all, because really and truly, we don't know a damn thing. Once you openly admit we don't know a damn thing, you will be fine. Some of us are miserable because we are, we are equating our sense of self-worth to the things that we have. Some of us are unhappy because we are equating our sense of self-worth to the things that we have. You can still have nice things, trust me. You can still have the bag, you can still have the car, you can still have the apartment, but make sure that you are doing it for yourself. Make sure that you are doing it for you and not from a place of a trauma, not from a place of, hey, look at me, I did it this way, I did it that way, look at this, look at that, look at this. You know, sometimes I think about some of the things that I've even said online and some of the videos that I've posted that have been cringe, and this, this, this season is so interesting to me because I feel like last season I was very, very vulnerable, but I feel like this season, like I'm like just ripping my ass to shreds. Like I feel like I'm coming on here and I'm being so raw and honest and I'm like, listen y'all, your, your, your girl been on one, you know what I mean? And, and that just comes from uh, a sense of humbleness and you know sometimes people say that you know they don't they don't like to be vulnerable online they don't like to tell their stories online, but like if I'm vulnerable online, then what the fuck can you use against me? Because I am being so, open about my own experiences with my own self and getting to know myself and openly admitting that it's okay for your dreams to change okay it is okay for your dreams to change it is okay for you to wake up and say actually this is not what I want it's okay for you to change because when life happens life happens and when things happen in life life can change us it really can. Like, I bring up, I bring up my trauma therapist, Miss C, a lot. But one thing that she always has a conversation to me about, because like I talk to her very in depth about things, is she always says to me that if something traumatic happens to you and you come out that come out of that the same person, something is wrong. You can never have a traumatic experience and come out of it the same. And that's what I think about life. You know what I mean? Like when I think about like the life that I've been living, the apartment, the car and stuff, I was a different person when I was doing those things. But life's been happening for me, not in a bad way. It's just, I'm starting to get grounded and real about the things that are important to me and the things that I wanna prioritize. And it's just something that, that I'm just so grateful to have like this deep understanding because I talk often about having imposter syndrome. And when we peel back the layers of imposter syndrome, you know, you look up the dictionary, it's like the belief that you aren't good enough and yada, yada, yada. But like when we really dive deep into like what that belief actually stems from, like when we actually pull back the layers and the curtains and we realize like, why don't I think I'm good enough? Why, why do I have imposter syndrome? I think a lot of us can agree that a lot of us really do struggle with a sense of self-love and a sense of self-worth. And I think it's very hard for us to look at ourselves and to have full compassion and say, hey, you know something? You're okay just as you are. You know something? You're beautiful. You know, we may have gained a couple of pounds, but that's okay. 
your body is operating at a place that it it is operating right now and and things happen the weight gain came from something happening whether it's happy weight whether it's covid weight whether it's life weight whether it's a health condition weight it is something that has happened the the job that you lost it happened it may have not happened in the way that we want it to but 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 it happened you know when we take all of these things and and learn to look at it in a sense where we can bless it and acknowledge that it wasn't us you know like this is just this is the way of the, this is this is just how it's paneling out for me when we stop equating our sense of self-worth to our accomplishments to the college to the car to the apartment to all of those things we are able to love ourselves in a different way we are able to love ourselves in a sense of hey i may not need this weave in my head right now hey you know what I may not need to go this extra mile. Hey, you know what? I might not actually need to to do this thing. We are able to love ourselves in the nakedness of our grim. And I in in my book to all the people I love before loving me, I literally reiterate like learning to love myself in the nakedness of my grim. And when I say the nakedness of my grim, learning to love myself in my full form. Learning to love myself those times that I spent crying in the shower. Learning to love myself when I was in college and I would literally leave class and just go in my room and cry. Learning to love myself when I thought I wasn't beautiful. Learning to love myself when I hated my body. Learning to love myself when I was self-loathing. I am creating a space for myself to feel safe. And safety comes from learning to not equate who I am to my accomplishments. But instead to love myself and funnel a new way of self-love without the need of, of becoming something or someone else. To be so deeply grounded in myself, to have a deep, unconditional love for myself that if anything happens, if the lights get turned off, if the bills aren't paid, if I lose my job, if I lose a friend, to be so deeply rooted in myself, to have such a deep level of self-love that I can rely on my sense of self-love for myself and know that I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get through this. And removing the man-made pressure, you know, because when we chase misery, we're chasing happiness, and happiness is euphoric. Happiness is short-term. What, what we need to be chasing is joy. To chase joy means that you have joy when, when you have nothing else. You know how to be joyful because joyful is a practice. Joyful is long-standing. Joyful is the thing that's going to get us through it. Joy, to me, is learning to... to to have compassion for myself. And I know this is just such a random ramble, but it was just on my heart very heavy that I don't want anyone that's listening to this or anyone that watches my social or anything or anyone to sit up here and equate who they are and equate their self-worth to all of the things that they have. And you're probably like, you know, you're the one to talk because you always post this, this, and this, and this, and this. 
I, I know, I know y'all, I know. But I'm operating from a different place now because I want the girls and the guys and whoever's listening to this to know that they are enough. You're enough just as you are. You don't need to go be esoteric and do all these other things. Like that is so damaging to the ego and no one wants to openly admit and no one wants to openly talk about the fact that oftentimes we are chasing a certain type of look because we want to hide how we're really feeling on the inside. It is easy to use material and use things to cover up how we actually feel and how we actually view ourselves. No one's going to ask you about your depression when you pull up in a Ferrari. <laughs> no one's going to ask about your depression when you're when you got the latest bag. No one's going to ask about your depression when you're in Dubai. No one's going to ask about your depression when you're, you know, shaking your booty on a yacht, you know, somewhere on the coast of France and Lake Como or something, you know, like we use these things to cover up who we really are. And what I am calling myself to do and what I'm encouraging whoever's listening to do is to unmask the man-made pressure or the man-made belief that you are less than if you don't have these kinds of things or if you don't have certain things. We are in a transitional phase and Q1 has been kicking my ass and I don't know about you guys, but it's been kicking my ass, you know. I'm learning about the fact that there's been a lot of self-loathe. I've been learning there's been a lot of self-pity. And I want to win this war between my mind and me. And I no longer want to equate who I am to the things that I have. And although I am healed and although I am healing, you know, I, 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 I do feel really good about myself, you know, like I know that I'm a good person. I know that I have a kind heart. I know that I'm very caring. I know that I operate from a place of love. I know that I move throughout life loving people. I know that I move throughout life understanding people. However, there is a deep-rooted thing that I am still working through. And that deep-rooted thing is I don't want to equate who I am to my accomplishments. And, you know, whenever I get on here and I talk, I talk from a place of vulnerability and I also talk from like my own perspective because I try to call myself out because I feel like sometimes like, you know, sometimes when you have conversations with people and stuff, like when they're telling you something about themselves and yada, 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 or like even like on my podcast, like one thing that I do on my interviews, like if the interview starts off dry, what I do is, is I'll like bring up like something that happened to me and then I'll ask them a question because people feel more comfortable when you share your experiences with them if that makes sense. And it opens up the room for this beautiful, you know, just calm, exciting, very intimate conversation. So I try to be as intimate as possible by being vulnerable as hell on here and calling myself out. And I hope that helps. Um, I also just like wanted to talk about one thing that I haven't told you guys about yet. I mean, you guys probably seen it on TikTok and Instagram, but I'm so excited to announce that I just moved in, not moved, but I just, what's the right word? I just purchased my first office, like my first real office. It's called the To All The People Media. It's a multimedia studio. So there will be podcast rental spaces, a really nice apartment for people to rent out. There will also be like a creative directing room because I'm going to still be doing my creative directing work, film, photography, all of that. But in the long scheme of things, to all the people media, we want to start doing short films and stuff. I just want to be a multimedia use here in Dallas. So 
I'm really excited about that, y'all. So we actually have a landing page if you want to talk, check it out. It's called um, To All The People Media. Um, you can go to T A T A T P M dot com to all the people media dot com T A T P M dot com and you can actually check out the website. You know, like it's just so crazy to talk about this because I've been like working on like this for a while now and it was just such a scary thing and I feel like when God has something for you, it just kind of like tends to happen. I don't know. I know that sounds so crazy, but I just remember like this, this, like, I can't explain, like, I, re- I just remember, I kept saying, when I'm 40, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to do this thing, and I kept saying to myself, I'm going to move to California, I'm going to move to California, I'm going to be an actress, and then once I start acting, I'm going to, like, write films, and because I've always wanted to be behind the scenes, and, and I kept saying, I'll be a very little ass fish in a big ass pond, and then I was like, well, what if I did it in Dallas? I was like, no, 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 they won't, but Dallas has this beautiful creative scene, and it's not really, like, being guided, and there really isn't anything for it, and I just thought, why not be the person that creates this thing for other people, you know, and it it just gives me a lot more meaning, and it just also, I'm excited to be back in my creative juices. I'm excited to be blasting Blonde for my album, for my album, blasting the album Blonde for my office. I'm excited to meet so many amazing creatives. I'm excited to help people really just create their own content step into themselves because, you know, I'm trying to Chris Jenner. I'm trying to be more behind the scenes, which I really do enjoy, but I know this process is, is meant for me because it happened so easily for me. And I feel like there's been a lot of times where I've tried to force myself to do things and I tried to force myself to be a part of things and I tried to force myself into these boxes and they just never worked out for me, like ever. Like it would never go as planned. It would never ever work out as I wanted it to. It would never work out as I was expecting it to. And the fact that like, you know, I remember putting in the application and I got approved. And then I, the deposit for me to move in, I don't even want to talk about the deposit, y'all, because that shit was expensive, like for real, for real. I was like, dang, this is a lot of money. But like, wow, like to think that like I put in the deposit and like literally I just made that money right back instantly. Like that is God, you know, and, you know, prioritizing the things that we care about also helps us get rid of this idea that, we have to constantly equate who we are to our accomplishments when we are moving with grace and we are when we are moving in the in the light of god and we are moving you know in in our lane it usually comes easy to us and i don't want to force myself into anything anymore you know so i'm super excited for the to all the people media if you're in dallas i'm gonna have a pop-up really really soon probably like at the end of summer maybe like early fall I would say just because I want to make sure everything's good, but the to all the people media studios will be here. I'm just so excited about it. And I'm just so thankful for everybody that's been a part of this journey with me. I cannot wait to help other creators like figure their own stuff out. I can't wait to start working on films and stuff. I feel like I'm just rambling. Do y'all feel like I'm rambling this episode? I'm so sorry, but yeah. Um, that's all I had to say. You guys, I love you guys so much. Um, I'm so blessed for all of you. I really try to respond to everyone. I really do, but it's been weird because I'm not saying like I'm a big influencer because I don't think that way at all. I still consider myself to be a micro influencer. But, you know, I was with Luke's grandma the other day and she looked at me and she was like, Janelle, I'm so proud of you. Like, like the the success you've done and like all of the, the things you've you've accomplished, 
within the last year, like, I'm really proud of you because his grandma really saw me when I was, like, really struggling and, like, I didn't know what, what I was doing with my life. Like, three years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Like, I'm actually scared for my future because I can't even imagine a future for myself. I was so low to the point where I literally thought about, like, just ending it all. Like, I know that sounds so crazy, but I was in such a dark mental place where... I just thought I couldn't do it anymore, like, ever, like, I was just in such a dark place, like, looking back at that person now, like, I don't even recognize them, truthfully, but I thank God for my bad days, you know, because I would never appreciate the good, and I just want to say thank you guys so much, like, you guys have no idea how much it means that y'all are just here for my journey, you know, like, to, to, to go from being someone who felt like their voice didn't mean anything to now, like, I'm so thankful, and I just cannot wait, like, I, I am so excited to help other people just find their voice, and I'm just so excited to create a space of healing, to have events for young girls trying to figure it out, to have events for young girls trying to have career events, for, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of things, sex education, all of that, generational wealth, accumulating wealth, credit, all of that. I, I am going to have like a lot of cool seminars that are going to be free too. So most of them are going to be free um, in pop-ups and stuff. So I'm really excited. I know, I know I'm just talking, but let me get off of here. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. It was all over the place. I was like, you know what? This is, this is what is on my heart today. So we're going to roll with this, but love y'all so much. Have a great rest of the week. Happy Monday, babes.